And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Jesus is a heartbeat. The blood inside of me. The life inside of me.
Hello, everyone. This is Kidon Empowerment Inc. Radio, K-E-I-F-M.com. We are here today for the program Kidon Keys Spirit, Soul, and Body Series. Today we have a brand new topic. It is Throw Away the Idols. Yes, Throw Away the Idols. If you have idols, if you know any idols, so we need to throw them away. And I'm going to uh, spend about 28 minutes to 30 minutes, not much time today. But you realize that that time is not enough to go real in-depth. So I'm just going to try and give a brief summary of what is idols and the implication of having idols and so on and so forth as the time would permit me to to uh, to talk about today first and foremost we all know what is an idol and the scripture is packed with so many references to idols essentially idols they are images or things that things or representation of a God that we use to worship. It could be uh, effigy, it could be a statue, it could be a fetish, it could be some, someone we adore or something that we greatly admire or love or we respect or reverence beyond what we know as our God. So it's essentially anything that we worship excessively or reverence beyond God or something that replaces the one and the only true God. You see? So in, in, in the Bible times, it was the worship of images of various degrees, various kinds, various representations that people thought to embody the various pagan deities. Some of them could be lions, some of them could be ghosts, some of them could be human beings, some of them could be half man, half human beings, uh, half man, half animals, and so on and so forth as people come about in their, in their mind. Okay, so idols could be made of blocks, it could be made of stone, it could be made of wood, could be made of gold. You see, and the the this the, the power exists only in the minds of the worshippers. But I want to draw your your attention to the fact why God just don't want us to go in that uh, in that area, okay. You know, in in the in the in the book of Exodus, chapter twenty, you will see uh, uh, the Lord gave us the Ten Commandments. Now, many of us will say, "Well, the Ten Commandments has been put away according to the Scripture in the Hebrew. The Lord has carefully put away those things, and we really don't go in depth." into 
those things anymore. I do want to stretch out the first two, uh, the first two uh, commitments. You see, you see verse three and four. It says, "You shall have no other gods before me." And verse four says, "You shall not make yourself." I mean, you shall not make for yourself a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them nor serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children, third and fourth generation of those who hate me. But showing mercy to thousands to to those to those who love me and keep my commandment. So you can see that God was not to be viewed by Israel as one God among many, nor as the best of the God. But He is saying that He is the only living God that we should know. So He and only was to be worshipped obeyed and adored by the Israelites, by the people that love God today. So he and only will be adored, will be worshipped and obeyed in the life of where we stand today. Now, you see why we need to realize that he still stands you see, we still need to rest. Uh, we still need to uh, uh, realize that He's the only God we have. We don't have any other God. You see, you might have idols. You might have other gods. But as far as the life of Christ depends today or stands today, we need to realize that we have only Him. We don't have any other God. So if we have any other idols, if we have any other representation, if we have any other images, we have any other stone or wood, we have to pull them away. Why don't we go to Isaiah chapter 40? Isaiah chapter 40, okay? Like I said at the beginning, the scripture is packed with the word idols, okay? Just typing idols, you will see so many references. I have not typed in idolatry yet. So you can imagine what you will get when you put in idolatry or maybe the worship of idols and so on and so forth. So it's so much. Now, if you go to verse verse 18, okay, verse 18 of Isaiah 40, verse 18, okay, let me read from... Uh, uh, let's, let me read from the um, King James Version, okay? Isaiah, 4, Isaiah chapter 40, verse 18. Okay, I read. I hope you are there. So I'm going to read. He said, now the Lord is speaking. He said, he said now to whom then will you liken God? Okay? Or what likeness will you compare unto him? Okay? I mean, Isaiah is speaking. Now he's asking. It's a question. Now, to whom then will you liken God? Or what likeness will you 
compare unto him. No likeness. You see, we have no any other likeness. Okay. Now, verse 19 says, he said, the workman meted a graven image, and the ghostsmith spread it, it over with gold, and casted silver chains. You see, this is the processes of making what? An image, a, a graven image. You see? So, just a moment. Okay. So, a graven what? A graven image. So that is a carved image. They can they can carve it or they can uh, grave it. And the ghostsmith spread spread it it over with gold. That is it's like making a mold. You know, if you want to make a mold, you first of all carve it the way you want. You you can station of a human being. It has been graven out. So all you need to do you pour. The it could be uh, it could be uh, a, a gold a gold that has been melted, so you pour it in. So uh, the image when it when it's when when it's dry when it, that is when it's cold, so you will break out the mold. Then what you will now find is the uh, image that has been graving. Okay, so you pour the gold in or whatever material that you want to make it with. You see, in the golden calf, uh, in the golden calf, when Moses had gone up to, uh, to, to God, they used earrings, gold, and all kinds of uh, uh, materials they, they obtained from the Egyptians when they left. And that is what they gathered together and they made their golden calf. Okay? So you can see that in verse 19 here, right? That they made a graven image and the ghostmen spread it over the gold and casted silver chains. Okay, verse 20. Now it said, He that is so impoverished, that is simply, if you don't have money, you are poor. You see? So you you will you will not go about the golden the gold type those are for people who are work to do so for those who are poor they go for wood the wood uh, idols or maybe the stone idols those ones you can make with sand or red sand you see red sand you simply dig the dip look for real red sand. The red the, the real red sand, they are able to coagulate and stay together and not break off. You see? Uh, or you can even use a cement. Uh, cement. So you make an image, so you pour it in. Then after it's dry, you break up the mold. You see? So, and there are uh, uh, in, in verse 20 here, so for those who are poor, they can. He said, "He that is so impoverished that he had no oblation." That's that is simply to say, he has no money. He has not no money. You see, choose that what a tree, the wood that ants or um, insects will not uh, on the long run, but they are also seeking for a long time for their God to 
to to stay there. Can you imagine that? So you are looking out for your God instead of your God looking out for you. So he, they look for a tree that will not rot, you see, that will not be affected by worm eating or decay, you see. So he seeketh unto him a cunning uh, workman, you see, that is looking for people who are gifted in carving out those uh, 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 images to prepare what? A graven image. You see, they will, they will fashion out uh, whatever God you want from that tree. If you want a God of goat, they will fashion out a, 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 a goat uh, a God from the wood. If you want uh, a, a man standing or a woman standing before you, uh, your God, they will carve that person out. If you want, if you whatever shape you want them to do, whether it should have a, a private part shown, they will also uh, make that there for you. You see, so and 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 he said to prepare a graven image that shall not be moved. Can you see that? Uh, shall not be moved. So it will be stationary there. It will be there. Can you imagine your God is stationary? Uh, on on the on the table or on the corner somewhere, and you will go and meet him there. You can see that is so sad. We don't meet God at a location. God is with us. We go with God. We we don't go and be meeting God. If we have to be going to meet God, we can be killed before we meet God there. You see that. You see why it's not necessary. That we have to have a goal at a particular location. The devil will not want you to go there agreeable that you have a goal at a location. So until you go there, you cannot worship God. Then he will kill you before you reach there. See? You see why God is so good to us that he doesn't want that kind of habit. He wants us to carry him along. He he, he habit in our hearts. God dwells in our heart. God resides in our heart. So he doesn't want any alternative thing to inhabit there, to dwell there. So simply meditating on his goodness, on his word, he become alive. We activate him. You see, every time we invite him into our heart, whenever we feel lonely, we invite him into our heart. Okay? So this is so important to us. Time is going so fast. So this is not just the only place. There are so many other places where you will find uh, what I'm talking about in the scripture. In Isaiah 44, Isaiah 44. Uh, let's quickly read from verse 13. Isaiah chapter 44 from verse 13. He said the carpenter, can you see that? The carpenter stretched out his reel. He marked he marked it out with a line. He fitted it with plane, and he marked it out with a compass, and marked it after the, after the figure of a man, according to the beauty of a man, that it may remain in the house. So you you can see the carpenter will make this figure for whoever wants it according to the beauty. Of a man, they can really make it very beautiful. So when you see the carved image, it will be so gorgeous. 
Some of them they will paint it with all kinds of uh, uh, color that it may remain in the house. You see, 14 says, He hewed him down cedars and taketh the cypress and the oat. So these are all kinds of wood that are long-lasting. Not just ordinary wood that uh, worms and uh, uh, insects will digest overnight. These are uh, resistant to worms' uh, uh, wood. You see, he said he hewed him down the cedars and taken the cypress and the oak, which he strengthened for himself among the trees of the forest. He planted an ash, and the rain doth nourish. Verse 15 said, Then shall it be for a man to burn, for he will take thereof and warm himself. Yea, he kindled it and baked bread. Yea, he maketh a god. Can you see that? He maketh a god and worshipeth it. He maketh it a graven image and falleth down thereunto. You see, he burneth part thereof in the fire. With part thereof, he eateth flesh. He roasted uh, roast and is satisfied. Yea, he warmeth himself. And say, Aha, I am warm. I have seen the fire. And the residue thereof, he maketh a god. Even his graven image, he followed down unto it, and worshipped it, and prayed unto it, and said, Deliver me, for thou art my god. You see, they have not known nor understood, for he has shut their eyes that they cannot see, and their heart that they cannot understand. And not consider in his heart, neither is there knowledge, nor understand to say, I have burned part of it in the fire. Yet also I have baked bread upon the coast thereof. I have roasted flesh and eaten it. I make the residue thereof an abomination. Shall I fall down to the stalk of a tree? You can see in, in the context, you can see why many of us are blind. Why many of us cannot see? You can see that we have idols. The moment we have idols, we are shut. Our eyes are shut. Our <clears throat> excuse me. Our, our ears are dull. We cannot hear. He said. He said they have not known, not understood. For he has shut their eyes that they cannot see, and their heart that they cannot understand. You see, so and the and what we need is our eyes to see, eyes of our faith may be open, and that we we understand Him, we will know God, and that we will understand God. Of what use is it when we don't know our God, we don't understand His way, we we don't know whether He's with us, we have no idea. That is hearing what we are saying. You see? Why? Because we have not known, understood. You see? Knowing God is very important. And understanding Him is very, very, very important. He said they have not known nor understood. For He has shut their eyes that they cannot see. And their hearts that they cannot understand. And sadly... Most of us are like that today. 
we have no opinion about ourselves, and neither can we give any opinion to anyone, any other person. We are just going like uh, somebody without eye, no direction. You see why? Because we have idols. We have so many idols. You see, without you knowing, we have idols. So when you uh, meditate on this part, you will agree with me that anything that has a representation of an image, anything that is taking the place of God in our heart, in our mind, in every area of our life, we have to run and throw them away. And if you have anybody that has it, encourage him or her to throw them away. Whether it's your uncle, whether it's your auntie, whether it's your mother, whether it's your father, do him good, advise him to throw those figures away. They have no value. They will not have any value. Okay? They will continue to have problems. They will be mounting problems. And not only problems for you, it's going to generate to the children and children and children. Because you are making a covenant with idols. And you are making oath, you are making a, a, an agreement with idols. And it's very hard to sever that relationship. Because it will generate to soul ties. And soul ties, I, I talked about this um, some few, maybe weeks ago. You see, soul ties are very difficult to break. So it will take the grace of God to disconnect ourselves from soul ties, soul ties from images, soul ties from uh, uh, God, soul ties from uh, girlfriends, soul ties from marriages, and so on and so forth. It will take a, a, the grace of God to break those soul ties because you continue to have images, you continue to have remembrance, and every time they appear. So that is the reason why we don't want them. And God wants us for him to be appearing instead of those things. You realize when they appear, he's not there. You realize when you are meditating on those things, he's obviously not there. You are meditating on something which is baseless. He wants us to be meditating on him. He wants us to be meditating on his word. He wants us to be the center of our lives, not just uh, when we have problems. Realize most of us, when we have problems, we are praying. He is not even there. We are meditating on the problem. You see? So it's very sad. Very, very sad. So time has run out. Sorry about that. So hopefully we will continue from here next time. Okay? So I just want to pray. Father, we just want to thank you today. We bless you. You are so good. There's none like you. There will be never any like you. You are in your own world. You created the earth. The Bible says the earth is the the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. The earth is yours and the fullness. You own everything. You created everything by you and for you. We bless you this morning. We give you all the praises. 
We give you all the glory. Father, wherever the idols are residing, wherever, in our home, in our workplace, in in our hearts, in any form, excuse me, I cancel it in the name of Jesus. I cancel it, I cancel it, I cancel it. You idols, you throw yourself out in the name of Jesus. Let the fire of God burn fall down and burn you in the name of Jesus. Let the fire of God fall and burn you into ashes in the name of Jesus. Fire of God fall and burn you into ashes. Fire of God fall and burn you, you idol. Fire of God burn and and fall and burn, burn you into ashes in the name of Jesus. We cancel every activities of idols in our life, in our family, in our career, in our job, in our health, in our children, in the youth, in the community, in the, com- in the, com- in, in the countries, in the nations, and in the world. We cancel every activities of idols your representation, your effect in the nations, your effect in the youth, your effect in the people, your effect in our family, your effect in marriages, your effect in our lives, in the going out, in the coming in, in the lying down, in the rising up, in our sleep, in our dream. When we wake up, we cancel every activities of the enemy in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your blood that sanctifies us we thank you for your Holy Spirit, and we bless you. We give you all the glory and all the praises in the name of Jesus. So we see you next time. God be with you in Christ Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs>